Danger powers personal effects. Actually, my name is Austin Powers. It says here, name Danger Powers. No, 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 no. Danger's my middle name. Abre los ojos, or Open Your Eyes, is a Spanish sci-fi drama film released in 1997 and directed by Alejandro Amenabar. Abre los ojos tells the story of César, a good-looking man whose life is altered after a car crash disfigures his face and lands him in prison. The movie is available on Prime Video. Please go out of your way to watch the film before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. César is a good-looking 25-year-old man. One day, he is awakened by a female voice telling him to open his eyes. The movie then flashes forward to Cesar being in prison while wearing a prosthetic mask. Cesar proceeds to tell his psychiatrist how he ended up in prison. At Cesar's birthday party, he meets Sofia. When the party is over, Cesar leaves with Sofia to her home, but they do not sleep together. The next morning, Cesar's compulsive ex-girlfriend Nuria sees Cesar leaving Sofia's home and offers him a ride home. Nuria crashes her car with the intention of killing them both. Nuria dies, but Cesar survives the crash. However, Cesar's face is badly disfigured. Sofia keeps her distance from Cesar upon seeing how he looks after the accident. After a night of drinking, Cesar falls asleep on the street. When he wakes up, Sofia is there to be with him and he eventually undergoes facial surgery. With his good looks restored, Sofia decides to reconcile with Cesar. Cesar begins to make love with Sofia, but her face changes to Nuria's. Frightened by this, Cesar smothers Sofia with a pillow and kills her thus sending Cesar to jail. It is then revealed that after he fell asleep on the street, Cesar signed a life extension with a company that specializes in virtual dreaming. This gives Cesar the opportunity in the future to be reborn. It was also revealed that Cesar committed suicide after signing the life extension, which put his dreaming experiences on hold. Because of this, his dreams send him 150 years into the future, in the year 2145. Believing that he has been in a nightmare since waking up after falling asleep on the street, Cesar decides to jump off a building to wake himself up. The film ends with the female voice once again telling him to open his eyes. You know, about nine years ago, I went to Spain, had some delicious beers over there. And when the idea of this uh, movie that we were going to review came up, I immediately knew that I was going to get some good fucking flashbacks about my brief time in Spain. So I was stoked for a foreign film. You know how I am, brother. Yeah. Foreign films are my thing. Mm -hmm. So I could not wait to get into this podcast mm -hmm. episode. Mm -hmm. And so let's not waste any time. So welcome everyone to episode number 10. Big 10. Double digits, brother. Our little milestone right there. Yeah. It's a celebration. <laughs> <laughs> episode number 10. Of Beer in a Movie with the Wee Side Boys. Fantastic as always. I'm Tiki the Dominator. And I'm Danny. Still without a nickname. Oh, of course, dude. How about fucking, I don't got five fucking minutes, Danny Dominguez, dude. <laughs> Do you know the reference there, dude? <laughs> no, what the hell is that? Please tell me you've seen The Room. Yes, I have. But I, it's a, in its entirety, though, it's been since 2009, oh. I think. Okay, well, there's a scene where there's a dude on the roof. 
Mm-hmm. It's like a drug dealer. Okay. And there's that there's that kid in the in Denny. The, Denny, yep. right? Oh, yeah, yes, and yes, then yes. He, he owes him money. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Where's my money, Denny? Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh, I'll be here in five minutes. <laughs> he's like, I don't got five fucking minutes, Denny. And oh, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. the only good acting. I shit you not, it's like the only good acting in that movie. Yeah, I remember uh, the only part about that is I remember the grandma and the the girl that was Oh, that's his uh, that's her mom, actually. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. She looks like a grandma. Yeah. But they confront Denny on the roof about the drug dealer or the dr- his drugs. <laughs> He's like, who are these people? Yeah, huh? These are bad people, Denny. <laughs> hey, man, that might be a movie we might review. Oh, I feel like we have to do that one. <laughs> that one's great. It would make perfect sense, dude, because mm-hmm. since this episode is like the first, because we're comparing, right? This is the first half of a two-parter. Yeah. You know, it would make a lot of sense if we do said movie with another one Mm -hmm. but we won't go too far in because it's just it's just an idea okay all right man so all right no fucking no other nicknames then right um for now no (laughs) all right well let's get right into it brother open your eyes Mm -hmm. pretty good movie Uh, this is a movie that you recommended to me yes anytime there's a, a foreign film that's recommended i'm gonna go out of my way and check it out but before we do I am one thirsty ass motherfucker, and this discussion does not start without opening him some beers. So, brother, let him know what our posing for tonight is. Today we are drinking a Spanish beer imported called Estrella Galicia. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. How do you pronounce it, brother? Estrella Galicia. Okay. So, I guess yes, this is a beer that I saw when I was in Spain. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was there, I I drank a beer called Estrella Dam. Mm-hmm. That's like their end all be all uh, beer over there. Like, what would that be here in this in the states, man? Like, I don't know, fucking Budweiser. I don't know, mm-hmm. Bud yeah. Light. You know, yeah. Over there, it's it's it was that Estrella Dam. Okay. Uh, this version is the stronger version. Mm. So this is what is the ABV on this? Can you find it, dude? Mm. This is another. I think I believe it's a five. Point, five five point five. Five point five. So let's take a swig right here. These are eleven point two cans. They look like Red Bulls. Hmm. This is good, man. Mm-hmm. This uh, reminds me of Spain. This almost reminds <laughs> me of like a, this almost reminds me of like a Belgian beer. It's real smooth. Mm-hmm. I like this a lot. These, uh, you're right though. These cans. When I first saw them, dude, I, I was like, "Did you bring V8 juices?" Or like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It looks oh, like this is of... fucking smooth. Yeah. I'm really digging this. Mm-hmm. Oh man, let me get another swig real quick. Yeah. Mm. I'm. You know, surprised. I didn't think it was going to be this good. Wow, this is very smooth. I'm really enjoying this. Mm. I'm while you ponder off, brother, on, on a ranking of this beer. Okay, I'm going to go out and do our shout out of the week, if you don't mind. Oh, go for it. All right, so shout out of the week goes to the good brother, my good brother of over 20 years. I still remember the day I first met you, first day of sixth grade. My good brother, German Portillo. Thank you so much, brother, for being very kind and sharing our page on Facebook and spreading a little bit for us. It's greatly appreciated. I've known you for a long time, brother. So uh, if you don't mind, brother, I'm going to tell a story about this good brother right here. Go for it. Still sipping. Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> this is good, huh, though? The yeah. fucking beer is fantastic, man. Yeah, yeah. Let me get another one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he gave me permission to tell this story, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say that he's a bad person because he's not. Otherwise, we wouldn't be homies. Okay. But, uh, but in middle school, man, he was a demon. <laughs> Everybody that knows him knows that. Okay. He's probably laughing as he's hearing this. Mm-hmm. But I remember in sixth grade, there was this uh, little Asian girl that sat in front of me. And I don't know what made him do this, but 
little Asian girl gets out of her seat and German gets a thumbtack. Oh, he God. he like finds a thumbtack uh-huh. and then just puts it on her chair. <laughs> right? Yeah. And like, you know, you just sit down in your chair, you just casually sit down, no mm-hmm. problem. No, but for whatever reason, this girl like like hopped on her chair. <laughs> so like and then of course you can imagine what happens. Yes. She fucking sits on this thumbtack. Mm-hmm. She yells, everybody's looking at her. And I was like, oh shit, he really did it. Uh-huh. You know, and I thought, I thought like I was going to get in trouble because I sat right behind her. Uh-huh. And I thought she was going to blame it on me. Like, what the fuck you do this? You know, <laughs> but nothing happened. She didn't blame it on anyone. You know, nothing happened though. <laughs> she was just crying like later, but and I don't know why he did that. But <laughs> it, yeah, That's funny. The same thing happened to me, except it, it wasn't a thumbtack. Uh-huh. I was like, I stood up from my desk to reach over and grab something in this little, this little girl. Mm-hmm. she decided to take her sharpened pencil and Ugh. put it there. And I fucking sat on that dude and stabbed oh, myself in the ass. No. Like my, I think it was my left ass cheeks, dude. And, but I think I got in trouble because I think I called her a bitch or something. Oh. Or I, I cussed or something. Deservedly so, though. Yeah, well, I was in fucking second grade, so. Oh, never. <laughs> so I was, like, over there all, like, in agony. And, yeah. and, like, the teacher pulled me aside, and she's like, why did you say that? And I'm like, what's she fucking put it on my so she purposely did that to you yeah i don't know why yeah, i don't oh, know why like, i do i wasn't mean to her or anything she was just being a little jerk i guess oh man well that would have sufficed the fucking roundhouse kick to the face fucking good old sweet chin music Shawn michael style dude yeah i don't know i think i just i just let it slide because yeah. i'm pretty chill all right man <laughs> well somewhere out there that bitch is out there i'm gonna call her a bitch for you bro that's not cool <laughs> Come on now. But German, thank you again, brother, for sharing our page on Facebook and much love to you and the family. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Mm-hmm. So, oh, let's rank this, brother. Mm-hmm. Man, this is, I love this, man. I kind of wish these these uh, these cans were a little bigger, though. Yeah, you know, uh, when I was looking for a Spanish beer in Bevmo, I almost missed this one because, mm-hmm. first of all, they're tiny cans and they were off in the corner. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, there's a beer from Spain. Let me grab it. So I yeah. grabbed it. If you don't mind, bro, let me go first and rank this, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I've been to Spain. Oh, actually, let me let me bring this up. Okay. Um, I'm not a wine person. I don't like drinking wine, mm-hmm. but I did have some legit European red wine out there. Oh, okay. It's real good, man. Like I've I've had wine uh rarely uh-huh. like here uh, uh since then. Mm-hmm. And it just it doesn't it's just not as good. Yeah, I, well, I'm not a, a wine fan at all. Yeah. But so to get back to this, to rank this fantastic beer let me give this a four nice this is very good nice uh it's so smooth and this goes down like water uh, excuse me water i swear i'm not buzzed this is my first (laughs) beer of the day uh it goes it's so smooth and i i'm already reaching for another one i think (laughs) yeah it's because these cans are small but like this mm. is like a a real man's energy drink right Mm. oh yeah man it's very um when I when it's summertime, dude, I'm I can see myself getting like some of these and just relaxing in the backyard mm-hmm. to one of these, man. Mm-hmm. So Estrella Galicia, good jo- good job, guys. Yes, good beer. Go for it, brother. Go ahead and give it the proper ranking. You know, for me, I'm gonna go ahead and have to give this a solid five. Oh wow! All right. It reminds me kind of of a Belgian beer, but it's yeah. smooth. Well, I mean, Belgian beers are smooth as well, but mm-hmm. this one's real smooth. It's got a clean taste it's just really very clean it's crisp huh yeah it's it's very enjoyable yes so this one will get the perfect five out of five for me yeah and then yeah and then the abv is five so Mm -hmm. so these are stronger than like say like a modelo or something like that yeah but it's not ridiculous like a brewery beer right right (laughs) so this is gonna like you keep drinking these it'll creep up a little bit Mm -hmm. 
Uh, but you can, you can, I think you can get like a six pack. You'll be, you'll be all right. Yeah. You'll be chilling. Especially with these little, these yeah, little, with these little, little fucking cans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Estrella Galicia. Good job, guys. Cheers to you guys. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right, brother. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Open your eyes. Yes. This was a Spanish film. Mm-hmm. I will say I'm not familiar with any, with any of these people except for Penelope Cruz. Yeah. Um, I would also say that um, the the director, um, Alejandro Amenabar, mm-hmm. I am familiar with two of his films. We'll get into that a little later. Okay. And so this is now the third film I've seen from him. But the other characters, like the main the main person, uh, Cesar, mm-hmm. uh, who's played by a gentleman by the name of Eduardo Noriega, mm-hmm. never seen him in anything. Haven't yeah. seen him. Um, apparently, excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me. Oh shit! I'm burping because of this beer, dude. <laughs> I, think, I think I drink it too fast. Good, bad. Burps, no, no, ah. burps all around. No, hey. I'm just saying because last time you burped because the beer is bad. And yeah, burping because it's too good. Too fucking good. <laughs> Another swig, right here. Hold on. Yeah, this movie I didn't know it existed. Um, obviously, this is a two-part episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found out about this movie after watching a newer movie that was based off of this one, or just a remake, I guess right. you could say, right? Right. For American market. Correct. Um. But yeah, I watched this one after, years later. I think I probably saw this movie in 2000, God, maybe almost 10. So it was a long oh. time after. Like, I didn't know this movie existed and I enjoyed it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't recognize any of these people either. Right. Except for Penelope Cruz, obviously. Yeah. Well, let's get into the characters before we start diving into the plot, right? Mm-hmm. So, Cesar is the main yes. is the main character in this. So, the, the premise of the film is that is a 25-year-old good-looking man. He is in a car crash and disfigures his face. Yeah. And then he ends up in prison. That's where we the movie tells us how he got there. Mm-hmm. All right? So Alejandro, or excuse me, Cesar is the main guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, his love interest is played by Sofia. Uh, excuse me, Penelope Cruz. Yes. name is Sofia. Uh, by the way, Penelope Cruz... Man, I, I just got to say, Javier Bardem is a lucky man. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. My Lord. Yes. And then the other characters, uh, Pelayo, who is uh, Cesar's best friend. Yeah. Played by a gentleman named Fele Martinez. Never seen him in anything else. Yeah, me either. And then we're going to go also to the psychiatrist, Antonio, who's played by Chete Lera. Again, have never seen him in anything else. And the last character I'm going to bring up is Nuria. Mm-hmm. And I got some things to say about her. Okay. Played by Najwa Nimri. All right. So these are these are the characters. All right. So let's dive right into the plot. So the first thing that happens is you hear a, it's all black and you hear a female voice saying, open your eyes. All right. So it's very important, you know, that that happens. Open your eyes. Yes. You wake up. Then you get to Cesar waking up and he goes into this like whole routine where he gets dressed. Uh, you can see that he's got a nice home. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, so not, not that he looks like extremely wealthy or anything, but it's like a nice area, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, uh, this takes place where in Spain, right? Yeah. Madrid. Yeah. Madrid. And, yeah. uh, uh, he is wealthy, but it's not, it doesn't show that he's like extremely wealthy. Exactly. Yeah. Because when he, he gets into his car, he's got this like little beetle. Yeah. His old beat up yeah. uh, Volkswagen. Yeah. So it's like, he's got a nice pad, uh, not the fanciest of cars, 
but he looks like he's doing well for himself. Yes. So then he drives, he drives off, but then there's nothing. There's no traffic. There's no people. Mm. He gets off and he like takes off running. Yeah. Which I don't know how the fuck they were able to do that to just like block this like area that looks like in Spain, you know, like, yeah. fuck, uh, I don't know how they were to just get no people there just so he can record this, uh, this scene right here. Probably a lot of coordination. I'm imagining permits. Yeah. So then it cuts again. And you hear the woman again say, open your eyes. Same female voice. Mm. And then it's the same routine, gets up. The only exception here is that there's a woman in his bed. Yeah. All right. So we don't know this woman's name yet. It's just something to keep your mind in the back. Right. And then he gets into his little beetle. He goes into uh, his car and then there's traffic. Well, there's people. I think something important to note too is the woman in his bed. Mm -hmm. He tells her, you know, don't make any more messages on my alarm clock. Yeah. Right. He seems kind of annoyed. Um, mm -hmm. So something's there. And then she asks why. And he doesn't say it to her face, but when he gets in his beetle, he says, because it pisses me off or something. <laughs> yeah. So then he drives away, but now this time there's traffic, there's people. It's like an everyday thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So basically like reality. Yes. So amongst this, he picks up his best friend, Belayo. Yep. yep. Uh, they start talking about... Uh, just like what happened, uh, where you've been, you know, shit like that. Kind of like they're just catching up and shit. But the name Nuria comes up. Okay. Which I thought was very important. So already there, you're going to be like, okay, there's there's a name right there. There's a reason why. We're going to see this, uh, we're going to see this, this character pretty soon come up. Yeah. So then they end, and then this is another part I want to bring up is that they end up going to play this like uh, little game of tennis or like mm. racquetball. Yeah. Right. And then Pelayo starts telling uh cesar that like he's not a good looking man yeah you know i was gonna ask you what is your what is your opinion of Pelayo? and for because for me i kind of find him annoying yeah i i, I, I don't think he's likable at all he's he's just a complainer uh-huh and just not an enjoyable guy same brother i thought he was he was kind of like a pest mm -hmm. yeah just always bitching about yeah. something. He even talks about it. He's, he's like, always why you, drunk. He's going to be like, why are you going to pick me up in this piece of shit car? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, so I, I thought we were, we're along the same line as, as okay. to Pelayo. Yeah. So there's a there's a remark that Cesar makes about Pelayo saying, uh, he's like, oh, come on. You're a good looking man. Uh, a normal guy would want your face. Yep. So right there, that's like a little bit of foreshadowing. Already knowing since we, we've already seen the movie. Uh -huh. So it's. It's a bit of foreshadowing. And then on cue, it goes to the next scene where they're in prison. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it cuts between. Yeah. So at this point now, he's in prison. He's wearing a prosthetic mask. Mm -hmm. And we get the introduction of Antonio, yep, which is a psychiatrist. Again, I don't know the gentleman's name. But then what happens is, uh, is that uh, he tells him how he basically got to prison. Right? It's basically like uh, the remaining, the rest of the movie is... It's pretty much like him telling a psychiatrist, all right, this is how I got here, mm. right? So it goes to the party. Yeah. It's uh, Cesar's 25th year party. Yep. And this is the introduction of Sophia. Okay. She's brought by- uh, Pelayo. Pelayo. Yep. Uh, played by the lovely Penelope Cruz. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they they start arguing and shit over like Sophia and stuff like that. Yeah. Which, by the way, this, this pretty much tells you that- that Cesar is a piece of shit. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't, uh, like, let, let's say this, brother. Let's say it's my party. You bring a lady uh -huh. and I, I take her from you. Yeah. Fuck like, no. Like right in front of you. I would never face. do that to you. Yeah. Bro. 
it's uh yeah cesar's a piece of shit but also pelayo too he's he's clearly like being snarky and pissed off mm -hmm. so yeah it's definitely awkward yeah it's definitely more more awkward yep so and then one thing i want to bring up too is that he brings him a gift and then he takes the gift back to his, his bedroom his, his bedroom right and then the same woman that was in in his the bed, bed yep. when he woke up is is that's the same lady mm -hmm. right and then so to kind of like go a little forward this is the character of nuria mm -hmm. and i thought that this this lady najwa nimri played her so well yeah i was i was really impressed by her acting here uh this is a perfect example of where less is more she doesn't have a whole lot of lines yeah but just her facial expressions I like how her delivery to it, you just know that, like, the way she looks at him, she's, like, piercing a fucking hole through this dude. Yeah, she obviously cares about him, and mm -hmm. he's kind of, like, nonchalant about it, and he's more annoyed, to be honest. Yeah. Like, he tells her, like, she's got to leave, because he didn't invite her. Yeah. And so he ends up getting Penelope Cruz, or Sophia, excuse me, mm -hmm. to... To be like, oh, hey, I need you to uh, pretend like we're talking. Yeah. So that they play along to like, he's hitting on her, but he's using her to like play along to yeah. like, escape Nuria. Yeah. So what ends up happening is that the party's over, which I think they did kind of like a poor job at this point because they, they didn't even really say that like the party was over. They just go from the party straight to them going to Sophia's home. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I think it's just a little nitpick right there. I thought they could have cleaned it up a little bit. Yeah, because they made it look like he just left his party, his fucking party. There's no one there that's gonna tell him, "Hey, where the fuck you going, dude?" Well, I mean, the partygoers in this version, they don't really play. They're just background noise, right? Like, yeah. Uh, Peleo brings Sophia. They give him the present. He goes and meets Nuria, and then he does a thing with uh, Sophia to escape Nuria. And he escapes like to this like back room, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where there's like an interaction between Sophia and Cesar, and then yeah. and then Belao comes in drunk because yeah. he was off by himself drinking. Yeah, he's, he's being all sulky and whiny. Yeah, like he always is. Mm -hmm. and yeah, then, that creates a little bit of tension that they got between them. Yeah, and then Belao eventually he like relents and says, you know, if it fucks up our friendship, you know, mm -hmm. it's not worth it. So go ahead and have her. And then he leaves. Mm -hmm. And then later on, that's when it cuts to you know her. Yeah, taking her back to her place. Yeah. So to go forward into Cesar being in Sophia's home, mm -hmm. I like this little detail here that uh, Cesar sees pictures on her refrigerator of her with other men. Mm -hmm. And he like takes the pictures and he says, oh, like he just takes, he's like, I don't, I don't fucking like this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So he gets like jealous already. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like, you just met this woman, dude. You know, like calm fuck down. Yeah. You know? So then they don't really do any, like, uh, it's important for me to bring up that they do not sleep together. Yeah. All right. So what they end up doing is they, they, they start drawing pictures. They're watching TV. Mm. Nothing, nothing, you know, serious. Yeah. And shit like that. Uh, so what ends up happening is that the next morning he leaves. Yes. But does not know that Nuria had fucking followed him there. Mm -hmm. Right. So, okay. So here's like a fucking flaw in this movie for me right here is that when, once Cesar's going to go home, he has his car right there. Uh -huh. And then Nuria comes and tells him, all right, like, yeah, hey, let me give you a ride home. Yeah. And he's kind of like, nah, I don't really want to. I'm good, you know? Yeah. But then he gets in. It's like, what? Why the fuck are you getting in, dude? Well, th that's an important thing about this version is that she plies him with sex, right? Because Nuria rolls up and she gives him like, hey, you know, how did it go? And he's like, I can tell by the way you looked that you didn't sleep with her. And then he's like, yeah, that's true. And then 
Nuria says something like, you know, I was trying to hook up with this other guy, but he wasn't up for it. So let's go back to my place and get it on. And that's how she gets Caesar to get in. Okay. Um, so that's, that's what happens. That's why he gets in. I still, I still think that's like, what the fuck, dude? Like you're getting in, like you have your car. Why not just fucking meet her there? Yeah. Uh, you know? That's the, that's the, the ultimate dilemma, right? Like, why did you make that choice? Uh-huh. Yeah. And so because of that stupid, uh, decision, mm -hmm. what ends up happening is, oh, I got to bring this up by Nuria too. Okay. Like I had, I had just mentioned, right. That, that less is more with her. Okay. She, so she takes these like pills, right. While she's yeah, like the, driving the orange ones. Yeah. It doesn't really say what, what it is. It just yeah. looks like pills, mm -hmm. right? And he says, oh, you should be taking those while you're driving, Yeah. right? So then she starts, like, comparing this scene to how it is with the, the remake is just fucking night and day for me. Because in this scene, like, she, she, she tells him, like, do you know what happiness is? Yeah. And then just, like, her tone, like, she's so serious. She's got this, like, cold demeanor to her uh -huh. that she, like, loves this fucking dude. Okay. Right? And then... And then he goes, she goes, do you believe in God? Yes. And then fucking just fucking hits on the fucking gas and boom, car crash. Yeah. You know, I know we've already talked about this off, you know, microphone. Mm -hmm. We have different opinions. I like the remake better. Really? Like, a lot. And I know you say that you like this one better. I much better. This one was much better. I thought the actress in the remake during the car scene did a way better job of portraying, you know, really? her, her despair and in her feelings towards you know i guess it would be cesar uh -huh. um <laughs> yeah you know i thought she did a way better job in the remake but mm. um to each their own i guess yeah we'll, we'll compare in the next yeah. one you know but <laughs> yeah, yeah but I, I i'm a big uh believer of less is more in this okay. fucking okay yeah there's, this scene there's definitely more in the remake yeah it's, it's a longer scene yeah so then they crash right she she crashes it with the intention of killing both of them yeah right so she dies Cesar survives, but his face is like fucked up. You know what's funny too is I feel like in this version the crash didn't look as bad. Like mm -hmm. I felt like it didn't even seem like it was that bad of a crash. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I have something to say about that, but a little later, just to follow the plot more. But you're right. Like it's, I mean, it still looked bad. It well, I mean, she like drives off a hill and, uh -huh. and you know she hits the what is it like a like a barrier I think like a barricade. That's what I had. You know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then it like fucking nosedives pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, still fucking crazy, mm -hmm. but no, nah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So what ends up happening is that right after that, there's a scene where uh, Cesar wakes up to Sophia and he explains to her, oh, I had this fucking nightmare mm -hmm. and then explains the whole crash. Yeah, he explains like what actually happened. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so like to kind of like fucking... Like, no, I don't, damn, I'm trying not to go like too far ahead uh -huh. in this, but like the thing is like, they go back and forth with like reality and then dreams and shit. Yeah. Because like later on when you find out that it's like virtual dreaming and shit like that, uh -huh. then it starts making a little more sense. Yeah. Because watching this, I was like, oh, I'm a little lost. What well, the it's, fuck it's happened? It's kind of a mystery, right? So he, he wakes, or well, we don't know that it's a dream, right? But mm -hmm. he, he meets Sophia in the park, like you said. Yeah. And then he's telling her, like, yeah, I had this crazy dream where, like, this happened. Or, I crashed. My face was all, like, messed up. Yeah. Uh, but then he realizes that, oh, shit, I'm dreaming. Yeah. And then he wakes up. Exactly. And then we find out that's actually what really happened. Yeah. He did crash. And get his yeah. Face. And so the next scene with that is that, like, uh, Cesar is with doctors where they give him this mask, mm -hmm. which is a prosthetic mask that he's been wearing in prison and shit. Yeah. Which, okay, I, I'm having a flaw right here in this one, okay? Okay. Is, so, 
Cesar fucking like is wearing this mask and he tells him like like oh I don't want to wear this fucking mask and he's like going yeah you know it's like dude you were in a car crash did nothing else fucking break I thought like he looked perfectly fucking healthy like his arms looked fine he's wearing a nice suit he's all fitted and shit like yeah that. I was gonna say in this version I think his face is just gets fucked up right it's just his face but and it's like realistically dude there's no fucking way you're gonna come out of the fucking car crash unscathed with yeah. just your fucked up face yeah and they did that better in the remake but in yes. this in this version. It's important to note also that Cesar is more focused on the vanity of yes, like his face. He just he just wants his face to look, you know, better, like perfect. Yeah. Like he doesn't give a shit. Like even if there was other things that happened to him, mm -hmm. he doesn't care about any of that. He just wants his face fixed. Yeah. You're definitely right on that one. Mm -hmm. So what happens next is that like Sophia, he like uh excuse me, Cesar follows Sophia, right? Yeah. To the park, right? To the park, right, where she is a mime. Mm -hmm. Right. And dude, I, I just want to bring this up uh like, I know, like, you're probably saying, like, who the fuck are you to be saying this shit, you know? But, like, but like if I would kind of, like, pick the director's brain, this is what I would have done. If Sophia is a mime, I think to get more sympathy on, on Cesar would have been that he follows her into the park as she's a mime. Because, you know, mimes can't, can't say shit, right? Uh -huh. When they're in the act. Mm -hmm. If she had just, if she had looked at him and just said nothing and moved along as he was telling her, hey, do you remember me? Hey, it's me, like, because my face is all fucked up. I know it's, like, not... Well, I feel, I feel like that's almost what happened, right? Because he, he first follows her in the car and uh, sees her setting yeah. up as the mime. Because uh -huh. she's supposed to be an actress. And this one, she, her big thing is she's an actress. So uh -huh. she goes to the, the park to perform. It starts raining. And then eventually, at some point during her act, he gets out and he's standing in the rain, like, five mm -hmm. feet in front of her. So, like, there's no way she can't see him. Yeah. But she still just ignores him because she's miming, right? Yeah. But then again, oh, like it's great that you brought up the rain because the the symbolism with the rain is fucking great. Uh -huh. How like because of the rain, the the makeup wears off, mm -hmm. and so now she's not a mime. Oh yeah, right. Fucking great, right there. I enjoyed that uh, little detail. Mm -hmm. So then, but what's evident here is that Sophia wants to keep her distance from him because of his disfigurement of his face. Yeah, I was gonna say in this version, she definitely is like hesitant. Mm -hmm. She she is really uncomfortable she doesn't want to be near him and then she like she pretty much agrees to meet him but it's like not it's not like happy right, right? Mm -hmm. exactly so what happens next is like oh well to kind of back up they say oh we should hang out sometime mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. yep. and then she's a little reluctant but she says yeah fuck it we'll do it sometime right yeah, yeah, yeah. so then it goes into like the bar scene right mm -hmm. and then you can clearly tell that like sophia still wants her distance there because it's sophia and pelayo and who wasn't invited by cesar right right yeah, right. Uh, Sophia invited him because she didn't want to be alone with Cesar. Right, exactly, dude. So what ends up happening is that Cesar gets like fucked up, mm -hmm. like so fucking drunk that he passes out on the street. Yeah, well, yeah, because he, because first of all, they meet at the bar. Uh, an exchange happens between Sophia Pelayo. Mm -hmm. He's like, he's like, Pelayo, you can leave. Nobody invited you. And he's like, well, Sophia did, right? So he gets, mm -hmm. Cesar gets mad. So he goes off on his own. And that's when he like, he's talking to the bartender. Remember, he gets fucked yes. up with a bartender. Yeah. He's like, look me in the face. Yeah. He's like ordering a drink and stuff. So yeah. he's like, oh, this one's on the house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, why? He's like, just is. It just is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but what ends up happening is he gets like incredibly fucked up, mm -hmm. goes to sleep on the street. And I, I will kind of say this, bro. It was up to this point where to me, it started getting really interesting. Okay. Because a lot that we had already, that we've all brought up, it to me, it was too much of a slow burn. I was kind of bored, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it took too much time for my liking 
for it to really start picking up. Okay. It wasn't until he wakes up from the street when uh, uh, Sophia is right there to like tell him like, oh, hey, like I, I want to be with you. Like she doesn't want to be like fucked up, you know? Yeah. Right. So then what well, ends up happening? I'll oh, go for it. Bro. I was going to say, there's a lot, there's a lot of like subtle details in this movie too. Um, mm. Like, okay, he gets fucked up. They eventually leave the bar, right? And then yeah. there's a scene where where Peleo tries to take Sophia home, but she's like, "No, I'm fine. I can walk." And she yeah. leaves them. And then it's just Peleo and Cesar talking. And Peleo's even un uncomfortable. He's like, "Man, you know, you just need to rest. I'm gonna leave." And then Peleo runs away. Yeah, Cesar is there, just standing there. And then he realizes, like, what the fuck? So he tries to chase down Peleo. Yeah, and it. If you notice this little detail, it cuts between uh cesar running after pelayo and it cuts to pelayo in black and white like embracing sophia and you're like why does that happen uh -huh. right and then i missed that bro I, that, actually, I actually missed that it it happens again in the remake they do like the same thing he it it leads you to believe that you know uh pelayo ditched cesar and then he went back to go meet with Sophia they're hooking up but it doesn't show it explicitly because Cesar never reaches them mm -hmm. he, that's when he falls on the ground drops his mask and then passes out drunk fucking nice analysis <laughs> that's fucking great yeah so I mean that's an important part to remember too especially uh -huh. with the black and white oh yeah because there's got to be a reason that happened mm -hmm. right so to kind of go forward is like after he wakes up from from waking up in the street mm -hmm. it's like shit starts to like start falling in line with him yeah because Sophia's back with him, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, the doctors say, oh, we can fix your face now. Yeah, his life does like a 180, right? Mm -hmm. Sophia was repulsed by him, ran away the yeah. night before. He wakes up, she's there waking him up, and then all of a sudden, his life just does a complete 180. Yeah. Like, yeah, we can fix your face, you know, everything's yep. going good. Mm -hmm. So what ends up happening is that he gets the facial reconstruction surgery, mm -hmm. everything's good, takes off, uh, Sophia peels off the mask. Yep. Uh, I gotta say, Penelope Cruz's acting on this scene was fucking great, man. Mm -hmm. Just, I like how she like slowly starts crying as she's taking off the mask. Mm -hmm. Good shit right there. Yeah. Good, good acting right there. And then once once that she realizes that his good looks are back, then they reconcile and they're together. Yep. And then it goes it goes to a scene where it's Cesar, Sofia, and Pelayo together, mm. and like Cesar and Sofia are like all like they're like cuddling and shit. And then Cesar is fucking like taking pictures of them. Uh -huh. It's like, dude, uh, what a piece of shit. Yeah, and and then stupid Pelayo too for fucking like tagging along still. Yeah, but. Another thing is he, you could tell he's annoyed, right? Yeah. He's still, he's still annoyed. Definitely. Um, so that's important to note because it's definitely different in the, the remake. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I do remember that scene. Yep. Mm -hmm. So what it's, a, and then it goes to another scene where uh, it's kind of like the routine when he wakes up and shit. Yeah. Thing is he wakes up. In the middle of the night. This in time. the middle of the night. It's a fucking nightmare. He turns on the light and it's his, his he sees face. his face is disfigured once again. Yeah, all fucked up. And then he starts screaming and then yeah. Sophia starts screaming. Yep. And then he wakes up. He's like, oh shit. Yeah. And then what's crazy about this scene is that uh, it's it's Sophia in bed with him, but then it turns into Nuria. Yeah, that's after he wakes up. Yeah. So then he goes back, to, he gets his water and he turns on, he turns on the light and his face is normal. And then he's like, okay, good. And then he goes back to bed. And that's when, yeah. Uh, yep. It's Noria pretending to be Sophia. Right? Yeah. So then, like, so then they, I, I wouldn't say it's pretending. I think that's really what it is in this reality. Well, that's what they, they're leading you to believe, right? Because uh -huh. at this point, we don't, we don't really know a whole right. lot about the virtual reality. It's all of a sudden we just see 
Naria is in the place of Sophia. So yeah. we're like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. So then they end up going to like the, the cops and shit like mm-hmm. that. And then the cops tell him like, hey, her name is Sophia. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So pissed off by all. Oh, which I got to say this too. I fucked. I fucking forgot about bringing this up too. Mm-hmm. Is that when, when, uh, uh, Sophia says that it's it's when nuria says her name is sophia mm-hmm. dude he like slaps the shit out of her <sighs> fucking blood and everything ties her up and everything yeah right it's mm-hmm. like damn this motherfucker's not messing around yeah so then they go to the cops and then they tell him like i don't tell you man her name's sophia yeah so pissed off by this he goes to sophia's house and then sees that the pictures in the refrigerator are all, Nuria. yeah they're all Nuria now and then the drawings he had take uh he they had been drawing earlier in the movie uh, or Nuria. yeah fuck that to me i'm like okay now i'm this is getting really good for me yeah yeah i uh that was yeah. good shit right there and then penelope cruz's character comes out again and i, I want to say penelope cruz because at this point if i say that because if i say <laughs> if i say sophia it's like okay who the fuck is sophia you know it's yeah. Nuria now or yeah. Nuria is now Sophia. Yeah. So I say Penelope Cruz's character comes out mm-hmm. and they start like making love together. Yeah. And then what ends up happening is uh, Penelope Cruz's face turns into Nuria's. Yeah. Midway through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then frightened by this fucking smothers her with the pillow, fucking yeah. kills her. And that's what sends him to prison. Mm-hmm. So it's all explained right there why he's there. Yeah. Right, so good shit right there. Let me open this motherfucker up and get another swig. Yeah, and uh, after he kills Nuria, he runs out, and as he's running down the steps or whatever, he sees that his face is fucked up again mm-hmm. in the mirror, and then he freaks out and kicks the mirror. Yeah, which would would make sense now because now he's going to jail, and that's why he's wearing the mask. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go to this next scene, dude. So by this time now, he's in jail. He's already told the psychiatrist what the fuck he's done. Mm-hmm. This next part was fucking dumb, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. So he's in jail and then the psychiatrist tells him, All right, I'm leaving. You know, I'm I'm out of here. Yeah. So then what ends up happening is like he's he's in jail. Which, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Another good burp right there. Yeah. It's a good one. It's not a shitty one. <laughs> All right. So he he's already with the other inmates and then he sees on the TV that there's this uh the fucking LE. Yeah. The life extension ad. Yeah, they're doing like a, yeah, an ad slash yeah. interview. Yeah. So because of that, he makes this like big old fucking fuss and then all it makes all the inmates fucking like fight each other, right? Yeah, they freak out. Uh-huh. So then they immediately give him fucking internet access to fucking do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> what fucking place is going to give him internet access immediately from fucking like starting this massive fucking like bra? Well, I think he's, he's still talking with the, the psychiatrist, right? Uh, kind of because he already left. Yeah, he left, but this is him seeing this on the TV, and it triggers a memory so that he freaks out, right? Mm-hmm. And then they bring the psychiatrist back, and I think that's how he gets internet access. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still think that's fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> it wasn't done very well. Yeah, it was not. It was mm-hmm. stupid. So because of this ad, uh, the psychiatrist takes Cesar to go to this, uh, what they call it, life expectancy, cryonics, mm-hmm. right? So it's like this company... That specializes in like fucking VR technology. Well, it's yeah, it's the the company is I don't remember back in the mid two th- or nineties. I'm sorry, there was uh, a lot of news stories about cryonics and stuff, right? So mm-hmm. this company they specialize in freezing the dead. Yeah, and, freezing and being able to revive them in the future. Yeah, so the theory behind all this is that it's still available today. Um, 
like if you're really rich, if you have like a terminal illness or even if you just don't want to die, mm-hmm. you can opt to be cryogenically frozen with the belief that in, you know, 100 years, 200 years, 500 years, that science will catch up and they'll be able to revive, revive you. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when he hears this shit, he goes crazy. Yeah. Right. He realizes that he's like in a fucking nightmare. That's why nothing's been making sense to him. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why he's like, well, Nuria, Sofia, no, no, fuck this. I'm in a nightmare. Yeah. You know? So, so he like takes off, dude. He goes on this fucking rampage. He takes a gun from a police officer. Yeah. And starts fucking shooting everybody. Yeah. This one was weird. Cause yeah, he tries to, he skips the building on the ground floor in this one. And then yeah, he takes the, the gun, shoots the people. He goes crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then a a life extension like like represent I'm gonna call him like a representative mm-hmm. right uh, it's like that French guy right yeah I, I forget his name like yeah. Duverdois or some shit yeah, like that Duver Duvernois yeah yeah something like that so he ends up like revealing to him that when he woke up from the street he had been revived in a dream 150 years later yeah that's fucking crazy dude and they even say that the year is 2145. Yeah. Um. So yet, yeah, what happened was that Cesar lived his life normally, but he found this company that specializes this, and they they talk about it when they first go to life extent or what's it called life le life extension. Yeah. 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 So they go there, and then they talk about it, and she brings she calls it clause fourteen, mm-hmm. which is like a special option that you can pay to get so that they can they can insert a dream that so when you're when you're cryogenically frozen, you'll be dreaming of whatever you want so it turns out that that's what he opted for he opted to pay for that yeah oh dude and then one one thing i, f- I failed to mention is that uh Cesar's parents have died mm-hmm. and he inherited all this money from them that's why he has this like nice home and he can pay for this shit yeah and it's definitely more modest than this one too because they ask him like why were you rich and he says mm-hmm. my father owned a chain of restaurants mm-hmm. so that Compared to the remake, he is more modest in his yeah. wealth. He's definitely wealthy, but not super wealthy. Yeah. And so what what I liked about this scene, too, was that um, it, it left it off like with an ambiguous ending. Mm-hmm. Is that they give him the option to jump off this fucking roof, right? Yeah. And it's like, do you want to join your, your reality? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to stay in your dreams? Like... I'll give you what I think happens, okay? Okay. So I think he wherever Sophia is, the one that's played by Penelope Cruz, I think yeah. that's the reality he's going to wake up to. <sighs> because the reason why is because he fucking like, when he sees Nuria, it's like, no, fuck this, smothers her. Whenever he sees like uh, Sophia played by Penelope Cruz, he's all in with her. So why would he want to go back to a reality with Nuria because what happened is, is as we learn when when the the life extension guy is explaining what actually happened, is that after the bar scene, he wakes up alone. Sophia never comes to meet him, and he's just miserable, right? And then he mm-hmm. finds that life extension place, and rather than continue to live, he kills himself because right. it's it's scientifically close to the real facts. Because cryogenics today is you can't. You can't go to a cryogenics place and be like, freeze me and you yeah. know, I don't want to live anymore. You have to die first. So that's what he does is he signs a contract with these people and then he takes up pills to kill himself. Right. So he's dead. Uh-huh. And then they take him and they freeze him. And then he they chose to splice from that moment of when yeah. he wakes up. Yeah. 
But, but but because though he's dead, mm-hmm. that puts the the dreams in a suspension state, correct? Mm-hmm. So that's that would explain why he's 150 years into the future. Yeah, it's so. But now they're asking him, "Do you? Would you rather go back to mm-hmm. sleep and live out this dream where Sophia still exists? Yes. Do, do you want to wake up? Because Sophia's long dead at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. 150 years in the future, and you know, so he's got a choice to make. What does yeah. he want to do? And that's the beauty of why it's ambiguous because uh, it's up to the viewer to decide what the fuck happens. In my opinion, he is going to go back to Sophia, the one played by Penelope Cruz. Uh, I think it's not that ambiguous though, because I think the the choice he has to make is if he wants to wake up, he jumps off. And if he wants to stay, he stays, right? Mm-hmm. And he, at the end of the movie, is he chooses to jump off, so he wants to wake up. So I feel like that is the obvious choice that he makes. But I will say, uh, thinking about your um, ambiguity of the ending, yeah. it could because once he jumps off, it shows him fall off the building, and then it cuts to black before he hits the ground, and then we hear tranquilo, tranquilo, uh-huh. abre los ojos. Yep. So it's him. the same way it starts in the yeah in the beginning. And so he, he's waking up. So maybe so like perhaps the ending is the beginning of this fucking movie. Yeah, it maybe starts it, again. Maybe it was all a dream, right? Fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. So we don't really know, I guess. Man. But yeah, that's I didn't, good, man. Yeah, I didn't think of that until honestly just now. <laughs> but yeah, but but bro, that's how it ends, though. Mm-hmm. It ends with it be black and white. Mm-hmm. Open your eyes mm-hmm. with the same female voice from the beginning of the movie. Yep. Of how it started. Mm-hmm. End credits roll. That's it. Pretty good fucking movie, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for the recommendation, by the way, brother. Because like anytime, like uh, like I said before, like anytime a a foreign film is recommended, I'm gonna go watch it. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, good and shit, I, brother. I like Thank the you. I like the remake of this movie a lot better. I know we have different opinions on that, but yes, um. We do. <laughs> um i did enjoy this original yeah it's good shit brother mm-hmm. so it's uh let's get into uh some of the work from uh from some of these uh characters perfect um uh, well i wouldn't say characters because like you said that i don't know anything <laughs> about it, so yeah uh let me get into the director really quick alejandro menabar he's done two okay now three because of this movie he's done two films that i think people should go out of the way let me know if you've seen these before brother mm-hmm. the first one is the sea inside Oh Mara yeah, Entro. yeah. Uh, I've heard of it. Javier Bardem's in this movie. I believe he got nominated for an Oscar. It's about uh, a gentleman who gets paralyzed. Yes, and he wants to die. Yes, and he begs the 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 nurses to kill him. So that's what that movie's about. Javier Bardem was fantastic in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alejandro Amenabar directed that one. Okay, very good movie. I would recommend that one. Mm-hmm. Basically, go watch anything that fucking Javier Bardem does. He is <laughs> one of my favorite actors. Yeah. And then let me know if you've seen this one, bro. This is a fucking badass movie. It is a horror movie called The Others. The Others. Yes, with Nicole Kidman. Oh, you know what? I did see that movie, but it was so long ago. Mm-hmm. I was recently trying to watch it because uh, I saw it pop up and I was like, I remember this movie. It was like yeah. 2003, right? Or something? Around there, yeah. It's like early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I do remember watching it at the time, but I don't remember anything about it fucking great movie with a fucking badass twist at the end man. okay it is definitely one that people should get out of their way to watch okay all right and since i didn't know anything from all the other workers i'm just gonna bring up penelope cruz <laughs> well, right? obviously yeah yeah <laughs> uh the first movie that i'm gonna bring up uh not that this one i i did enjoy and it's a movie called hamon hamon which oh, that- translates to ham 
Ham. That sounds familiar. <laughs> it was actually her debut. She's real young in this movie. Oh, okay. And Javier Bardem is in this movie too. Ooh. Yeah. I, who knows? That's probably how they met, dude. Yeah, probably. And now they're married. Look at that. With, <laughs> with children. Dude, there should be like a trivia question of like, uh, like celebrities, like a married celebrity couple that have Oscars, both oh. of them. Huh? Yeah, dude. They both have an Oscar. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, Hamon Hamon is a fucking, it's a unique movie. It's a movie. I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to kind of summarize it. So Penelope Cruz is this young girl who is in love with a poor man, right? Oh, okay. So the mother does not approve this poor man. So what it, she ends up doing is she hires an underwear model played by Javier Bardem to kind of woo her away from this poor guy. Uh -huh. But what ends up happening is that the mother and Penelope Cruz both start following for him <laughs> but of course the poor man doesn't he's like no this is my girl i'm gonna fight for this motherfucker even though he's like a, he's big and he's a model and everything uh -huh. so th there's a whole fight scene dude where they start fighting each other with ham hocks <laughs> yeah it's really unique dude i have uh, not seen a movie quite like that i'll have to check my, it out yeah it's it very good yeah and the next movie i'm gonna bring up i did not like the movie but she won an oscar for it is vicky christina barcelona and I, the reason I, I am bringing it up is because Penelope Cruz was crazy in this movie. Mm. She won her Oscar. She deserved it, in my opinion. She was a supporting actress. Uh, I would not say go out of your way to watch it. I ended up watching. I don't even know why I watched it. <laughs> uh, but she is real damn good in it. So if you enjoyed her in Abre los Ojos, you will enjoy her in Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Awesome. All right. So I'm just going to... It's it's time for the ranking, brother, I yeah. think. And so, like, there's some things I'm just going to say, like, overall about this movie. Okay. Acting-wise, I thought it was fine. It was fine to solid. Nobody had a bad performance. That's true. I thought Penelope Cruz was fantastic. Of course. Uh, even even Cesar's character was all right. Uh, yeah. I thought Nuria's character was fucking great. She has a little bit of screen time, but she, she does fucking well in this. Yeah, she definitely does. Yeah, she's great in this. As far as the shots go, uh, there's nothing really extraordinary about this movie. It's very straightforward. I think it was a lot lower budget, too. That's yeah, part of the reason. Yeah. Uh, as far as the plot, I liked it. It's very unique. Mm -hmm. But I do feel that at times it was all over the place. Yeah. It definitely jumps around. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, but I mean, it's also kind of there uh, as a device to confuse the viewer. Mm -hmm. But Even if that was used, I still feel, I still, excuse me, I still felt like it could have been explained a little better. Yeah. Uh, it's just a little, a little too over the fucking place for me. Yeah. I did enjoy how ambiguous, at least for me, it was ambiguous at the very end. Mm -hmm. Very much enjoyed it. Um, overall, bro, I'm going to, I'm going to, if you don't mind, dude, I'm going to go ahead and rank it right now. Go for it. So for it being a foreign film, and of course I'm going to go out of my way to check them out. Uh -huh. Overall, bro, I will say I was a bit disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give this a six. Okay. All right, and and the reason it's it's a six, and like an, another reason why is because like I truly felt that they could have cleaned up more things to say, um, like okay, don't jump around too fucking much, <laughs> but like at least make it so that because at one point, bro, I felt I was like, oh, this is too fucking confusing. I also felt like, especially in the beginning, mm -hmm. it dragged way too much. Yeah, this it was it was a whole lot of just fucking like. Uh, like they don't have a whole lot to say in like the beginning and i'm just like all right say fuck fucking say something what is this about mm -hmm. capture my fucking attention Interest, yeah. yeah and i think they failed that a little bit in my opinion okay um but overall i think a six is where i'm gonna go with this one 
Okay, uh, that's fair. For me, I'm going to give this one a, a 6.5. I wanted to give okay. it a 7, but like you say, this one, I felt like it dragged a bit more. I kind of struggled through it. The reason I watched it is because I liked the remake better. Um, I didn't know this film existed until mm -hmm. you know years after the fact. And then I watched it. Uh, some of the characters were less likable for me. Yeah. But overall, Palayo, for yeah, example. I did yeah. not like Palayo in this one versus the, uh, the remake. Mm -hmm. Completely 180 on the characters in that one. Uh, Nuria did a good job. Uh, Penelope Cruz does a great job. Um, but overall, yeah, it's a solid 6.5 for me. I would recommend watching it, especially if you like the remake and you didn't know this existed. Mm -hmm. uh, but other than that, um, yeah, it's pretty middle of the road. Yeah, and then here's another thing, because this movie is like, it's very layered with the plot. Uh -huh. uh, whenever there are movies like this, you kind of want to watch it a second time so you catch shit that you didn't see the first time. Yeah. And I'm, I get that feeling, I don't really want to watch this again. Yeah, I'd, I've seen this probably three or four times now, uh -huh. the last two or three times being in for this podcast, because yeah. you know, I was finding myself distracted. However, I do think this was absolutely worthy of a review. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yes, it was, man. Mm -hmm. But yeah, brother. And uh, what do you think, brother? Should we wrap this up, man? Let's wrap it up, man. Fuck it, man. Let's wrap it up. Oh, before we do, I just got to say, uh, Estrella Galicia, you guys need to make 40s <laughs> out of this. This beer is so good. They could. Maybe they just didn't afford it. So <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Good shit, man. But all right, everyone. Thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out of your day to listen to us uh rant about these movies we appreciate you so very much always remember to be kind to one another uh cheers to all of you and peace Mwah. see you later Thank you again for joining us to the very end. Please join us next week for the second part of this two-part review as we compare Abre Los Ojos, its American remake, and that movie is Vanilla Sky. Check out the movie and then join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all, and bottoms up. Bottoms up.